everyone, welcome back to another episode of Absolute Comics, the weekly show where I get together with Sal and talk about the news going in on, on in the world of comic books. That's basically, I don't have anything else to say. It's what the show is. We go over the news, we talk about stuff that's happening, we talk about stuff we've been reading. And Sal, Sal, we're not even supposed to start the show for 10 more minutes, but I wanted you to press record because Sal, what is Marvel doing again? I mean, what are they ever doing? What, 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 what are you specifically referring to in this particular instance? Okay. All right. So, Miles Morales, this movie came out amazing. Still crushing. Everyone's happy. Giving. Yes. I started covering the Carnage Reigns story. Now, if you don't know what that is, Miles Morales met up with Carnage in King and Black, and we never really saw resolution to that. What yeah. they've decided to do is Carnage has come back to get revenge on Miles for kicking out the symbiote. All right. That that's Carnage Wraith. Not the okay. greatest plot, but it's Carnage coming to fight Miles is what it boils down to. Okay. Sure. All right, fine. Um, and it works so far. I read issue one, I read issue two, and I'm like, all right, cool. Once three and four drop, we'll get those out on the channel. I'm scheduling yeah. all this stuff because I'm going to VidCon tomorrow. Uh-huh. It uh, part six drops tomorrow. Where the F is three, four, and five? Where <laughs> where are they? What when did yeah. I miss that? Because you know one and two came out two weeks ago. I was yeah. one week behind covering them, Sal. Right. I don't so, know. So where is it, Sal? <laughs> I mean, I guess they're out, right? You just missed them. Apparently, Carnage issue 13 is part three. Red Goblin part number five is part four. Oh. Carnage number 14 is part five. So okay. Miles is released tomorrow is part six. Gotcha. All right. So they're just hidden in other people's books because that was the conceit all along. You know, all right. why? it's just, why? 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 You know what makes this less sense? I'm looking at the writers now. Alex Parknadel Park is okay. writing the story. Okay? The main story. Or main the whole story. story. Alpha was written by Alex and Cody. Cody's Dick okay. and Alex Parknadel. And then Cody wrote the Miles Morales' portions while Alex is writing everything not Miles Morales. So they're just okay. going to go back and forth. Why? The finale is June 28th, Sal. Oh, tomorrow is the part before the ending. And then we're going into what the hell is going on at Marvel, Sal? I I mean, there's no good leadership. That's Why? the problem. You know, Why you have significant my job, Marvel and DC. Like, yeah, because, yeah, we should know. Like, it, you can't deny that there is no well-executed roadmap for any of their event. I mean, look at the Secret Invasion time we were talking about off mic. You know, it's a tie-in with the show that, you know, the book was finished long before the show came out. That, uh, from what I understand, was dreadful, and no one even knew. Like, I remember when it was coming out, and I saw these covers, and I'm like, is this a reprint? What is, what's going on? Are you doing Secret Invasion again? If it's if it's again, is it going to be as big? No. Just this quiet little thing, this this, this crappy cash grab. Yeah. But, if, but in order for it to be a cash grab, you got to get people to buy it. People need to know it exists. 100%. I mean, that, that's the issue I'm having with this. Like, I, Carnage. Carnage Reigns isn't a great story, but it's not a terrible story. I was enjoying it. I wanted well, to see like, where it's no going to go. No buying a book with Carnage's name on the cover because they're like, I'm looking for nuanced, subtle, incredible storytelling. They're looking for a, for a bloodbath. That's yeah. all it takes. That's what all Carnage is. He's murdering yeah. everyone. <laughs> okay. All right. Then, then sell that. You know what I mean? I like, just... I'm just so irritated by Marvel and DC's decisions to do these crossovers. I'm going to yeah. follow up on another discussion that we had, I think, last week, Sal, where we were talking about Dawn of DC and Night Terrors. Yeah. You were wrong. Mm. Those are not separate stories in the main line. They're interrupting all of Dawn of DC. Ah, so everything... <laughs> well, 
everything is getting on getting put on hold as i understand it like they're just they're just halting all the books i don't even think that's the case i forget which one i just read but it ended with well the situation is now resolved uh meet you in night terrors next week like <laughs> oh okay what was i just reading that did that maybe yeah. batman maybe batman did that was that the mm. hot chips and rest candidate I wouldn't know. I no, I didn't. I read. I read the latest Batman. Yeah, one thirty six, where he's like, we finally find out Zerodar may be the the villain of the arc, which I'm kind of Ugh, down with. Great. Oh, you yeah, don't like no, that idea? I, I I just I'm I'm kind of down on this entire like run. Right. Well, okay. So let me ask you this: We're gonna pivot because I my yeah. complaint with I love the Miles book. I love what they're doing with yeah. the Miles. No, book, this is to be continued. Situation. Like in the next issue. Like the the latest Batman is just like no. Like this is just gonna keep going. Right, no, but here's what here's what I want to ask you about the Batman. Yeah. Um, so if you aren't following, Batman started up in 125. We've gotten to 136. Zoranar created a robot Batman that is beating down Batman and was able to send him to a different universe where Batman learned what it means to be Batman. Not original storytelling, but I like the way Chip Zdarsky handled it. Oh, but what I am finding original, and I can't think of another story like this, and I'm putting my Batman cred on the board here. Yeah. Has Batman ever fought his literal self? Not a right. clone, not a robot, not an alternate reality. His literal own mind. Yeah. Hmm. Because I sure feel like I feel like yeah. that has to be a story probably done by Grant Morrison. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Batman has been the victim of his own mental demons. Right. He has created like traps within his own mind. He's been hoisted by his own petard. But I don't know if I've ever seen Batman like fight himself in like a physical manner because it's know? in his own mind it's his physical body embodiment zernar yeah. as we saw in the backup of 136 zernar right. just take over his body exactly so batman has to like fight himself directly i mean it is and, it, and of course it's one of the basic tenets of storytelling it's man versus self okay uh you know it makes sense to me and it's a good sell like that is a that's a solid pitch it's like the whole damn thing is going to be about batman versus himself that there's right. like an inner turmoil but at the end of the day the main villain of the batman run is batman and batman is going to have to fight himself and at the end he should be all the all the all the better for it you know okay i mean but have we seen that before cuz I, I, I feel like batman is too old for us not to have but i can't think you know, of something i feel like brother eye was kind of that i feel like uh Tower of Babel was kind of that. I feel like but he wasn't fighting his actual self no, like, directly. Exactly. Like you can say that like there are ideas that I've seen that are similar to this, but you can't say f literally Batman has fought himself. There's a secret, evil, true, real Batman within himself that is like puppeting him and fighting him. You know, look at the Arkham games. There's one of those where uh, the Joker is in him and it's actually just him. It's not really the Joker, you know, yeah. but like it thinks it's the Joker. And so they're fighting each other. And that's that's the closest thing you'll get. But at least it's taking the embodiment of the Joker. And even then, like in this in this story, it's taking the, the form of Zoranar. So it's at least it's not just like another Batman. It's it's Batman in this different outfit and a different personality. So, OK. You know, I, I I I would argue that we haven't seen that story since the New Fifty Two, and we may not have seen that story since you know post crisis. I'm, I'm not just, sure. I've seen it. I mean, it's a, it's a variation on a story that has been told. I'll agree with you on that one. It's not right? not one hundred percent original, but I think no, it's not the most original, but it is pretty original. Like it's yeah. an, it's an idea. It's an idea that we haven't seen. Ex it's an idea I haven't seen executed by. Snyder Capullo, Joshua Williamson, right. uh, James he's, he's battled his own inhibitions, his Tom own King. problems, his own yeah. mental state, but he's never fought against himself physically. Yes. Like, 
Yeah. And I liked that little twist at the ending where failsafe in that backup was like, what do I do when I take care of Batman? Is there an R? I was like, and we'll answer that later. Right. Because <laughs> that's uh, what I've been are... wondering since he took, since failsafe warped Batman. Failsafe won. Yeah. What happened next? Because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, oh, he oh, obviously didn't great. conquer Gotham like they said. It just sounded, no. like, he, it sounded like he was holding Gotham until yeah. Batman showed back up. Like, I, right, I'm, but God, I'm just using yeah. this to get you. Yeah, and there's no follow-up. Uh, there's no follow-up from that either. Um, there is Batman ego, where uh, like his own ego fights him, basically. But again, it's 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 in the mind, similarly. Yeah. Um, but it's not. I don't know. It's 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 not the same thing. It, that was more of like a they were doing it as as a kind of done in one. Like this is an ego trip. It's it's important. Like it, that that story is. That story was more about the battle of wits for Batman and what his role is going forward than it is like a story arc that you could like yeah. market. That's kind of uh, like yeah. the, uh, someone brought up the storyline that Tom King wrote Batman versus Bruce Wayne. Uh, that was, or uh, I guess you covered it in back issues, but I'm assuming it was. No, that was Batman one. ego. That was, that oh, was okay. that one. There yeah. is one actually called Batman versus Bruce Wayne for the Tom King run, but it's not in the same way. Um, mm. I forget what it is, but Bruce Wayne goes to court to basically exonerate. Yes, Batman. with yeah. uh, with Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they use knowledge and stuff like that. It's, it's the titling makes it sound like it's going to be juicy, but it's yeah. not at all what you would. No, think. this is this is like Zdarsky's taking ideas that have been peppered throughout Batman's history and going like, but what if that literally happened though? Yeah. Like, <laughs> all right. I mean, like uh, uh, during this is the best time to do that kind of story because I think we're in like the least subtle period of reading. Yeah. So knock yourself out. So, but that's what's going on in the world of comics right now. Uh, I haven't read too many other things. I've been reading a lot of One Piece, which yeah, you don't like One Piece, right? You're not because you don't read manga generally. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So there's nothing to discuss here with the trailer dropping because you're gonna just be like, okay, it looks like a terrible Netflix show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into our topic. It's gonna be a shorter day today, guys, because I have to go prep to go to VidCon, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> i do not at all fair i don't i don't at all if you guys well, i mean about, sal's been to vidcon once right no i've never been to vidcon okay let me explain vidcon real quick <laughs> yeah. uh vidcon's terrible uh when i first mm -hmm. got into youtube all the way back in the 2013s it was 2015 i decided i would go to youtube i would go to vidcon so at the time of 2015 is when i was running my and like our branch of an mcn basically to kind of run things and make get get people partnerships yeah. at youtube and stuff like that it's back in that era and um i we were trying to branch away from the company that held the rights of the mcn so i went to google headquarters over here down in boulder and then i also went to vidcon to try and like just get my way into somebody's office and talk to them it, that was the first time that I discovered that YouTube actually has nothing to do with VidCon. VidCon is hosted by old YouTubers who then sold it to a company. YouTube has nothing to do with VidCon. They yeah. go, they have a presence now, but they don't actually own VidCon. So, ah. <laughs> which is okay. weird to explain. You know? Yeah, yeah. And what yeah, VidCon I, I, is, is yeah. all of those companies trying to get the vloggers to try their beauty products or their stupid crappy stuff and it's terrible. It's horrible. And it's every so beauty lame. blogger and fitness guru and all these people and 13 year, 13 year old girls. I'm not even kidding. 13 year old girls. Right, across it. It's all yeah. it is. It's like, I, I did it two years in a row. Did the year where I tried to get in. And then the second year I went back and that was when I got to play with 
Uh, I got to play some stupid board game with Markiplier, Japseptikeye, and Emma, whoever. I don't think she's a big deal anymore. She might be. I don't remember, but she was like a big vlogger, female vlogger. Yeah. Um, and that was the one where I got like elbowed by security, escorted into the back where all the big YouTubers are hanging out. And then I got yelled yeah. at because I wasn't supposed to be in the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got escorted out of there. And it was it was just stupid. It was stupid. I went those two years, cool. and all it is is kids screaming, trying to get selfies with their favorite influencers. And we never went back, period, at all. Yeah. So now you're chatting, Sal. Why are you going right now, Benny? Uh, stupid that's, business that's bullshit. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, stupid yeah. I, business yeah. bullshit. Mm -hmm. We have a mm -hmm. new initiative we're trying to do, which is going to require me to talk to. See, the thing is, you know who will go to VidCon? Yeah. All those business people who want to try and meet with those influencers. Yes. It'll just be like a sea of children who have something that adult men in business suits want that they think they'll be able to leverage into income, which they won't. Right. I, I love seeing that. Like, so I can imagine it's just a bunch of kids being like, hey, yeah, look what's going on. And then a bunch of like adult men in like full business suits just chasing after them. Yeah, that's being like... Because what it is, yeah. is it boils down to, is what people don't see is the, I, I call it the dark side of the YouTube stuff. And mm. I mean, I fell prey to one of those recently, which is why I've been stressing out so much. But when you hit a certain level on YouTube, every company and their brother wants a piece of the pie. They don't want to do any work. Yeah. They just want a percentage of what you're earning and claim they're going to do stuff. And I'm not even referencing MCNs. There's a lot of companies that do other bullshit and yeah. try to take money. One of the bigger ones right now was Jelly Smack. They would offer to make all of your Snapchats and your, your Facebook and do everything for you, but at a 50% uh -huh. cut of your work. <laughs> uh, it was, it, And so like those are the types. And they go to these things to try and meet with people. But there are some very intelligent people and very skilled people at these things. And with our new initiative, we might need some of those bodies. So I have to go to VidCon to have meetings that are stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is probably going to lead to a lot of me sitting around the hotel room, eating good food and playing Street Fighter on my Steam Deck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's VidCon for those who yeah. are wondering. I remember it's growing up, like not growing up, but like growing into this industry and being like told that VidCon was a big deal. And that, like, I remembered people that I followed or watched went to it and wanting right. to go, but like not ender not ever going and then finding out that it never mattered in the first place. And then it fell apart. You know, it was like it's like wanting to go to E3 now, you know, which, of yeah. course, you will never be able to again. So, you know, right. It, it's it's really VidCon, like, it's funny because when I stopped going, a lot of those companies would be like, hey, are you going to VidCon? We got to meet up. We got we to gotta, we gotta network. And, do it. and I'd be exactly. like, I'm not, going. I'm not going. And a few times they'd be like, well, why aren't you going to VidCon? I'm like, because it does jack shit for me. You yeah. want to talk to me? I'll take a phone call. Otherwise, meet me at San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con. Those I will be at. And before that, E3, Dan and I got into the last one, but we would go meet up there. But Yeah, yeah. No, and even even Comic-Con, like, it's not happening. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nobody, no, nothing's going on there. Uh, you know, we, we do go and we do, like, we make that into a business trip. Like, somehow we managed to make that work. But, like, you know, last San Diego Comic-Con when we went, I, just because it was, like, the first San Diego Comic-Con since COVID, I saw... A lot of glad handing and like back scratching for deals that would never have happened <laughs> in any normal circumstance, but because people were just like, "Oh my God, it's you in person!" Right? Let's make a project, and then they never probably did. You know, uh, 
we didn't really benefit from it. I mean, we 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 got to meet a few people. I mean, it's the same deal. We have a lot of business stuff that we should be doing at San Diego this year, which is why we're hoping to go and big time going to that. Which is nice, you know. That's always. But you're right. A lot of it doesn't even pan out. Like I don't expect this VidCon thing to pan out. I'm almost ready to cancel and not even go tomorrow. But that's (laughs) one of the reason behind that. And I think I might piss off a few people if I pull that one. Yeah, but. Like I'm meeting up with my YouTube partner manager. Yeah, that's gonna. Yeah, be I mean fun. that's important, you know. Like, and 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 it's about about cementing relationships. But even yeah. then, like it's it, it's only it only works if everyone's on on the same page about doing that. Yeah, you know, like if you just run into somebody that you you're supposed to know or supposed to work with, and you're like, hey, we should do something, and they're like, oh yeah, no, uh, I'm swamped this whole weekend. Like I gotta be at this booth and do all this work, and it's like, well then what the hell am I doing here? yeah no you're not right you're not wrong so you're not right (laughs) you're not right but you're not right you're wrong actually no it's true all right let's move on to our comic book news though because like i said i mean if we just sit here and shout out my vidcon then do the news and i'm here the normal time defeats the purpose of a shorter episode exactly (laughs) exactly fair so first topic that dan has found us today on the wheel of did dan find something worth a shit we've got tony stark and emma frost are getting married in x-men in number 26 uh-huh. uh this means they're actually getting married or another misdirection i don't think they're getting actually married i i think they're hyping up something i when was the last time tony stark and emma frost spoke right uh probably at the last hellfire gala if, if they get married then i've decided that marvel's decided to not give a shit about building anything up after ms marvel's death and we're just jumping no. to what they think will be clickbait that's <laughs> I, mean, I mean is that even clickbait like i i don't know I, I honestly don't know anymore. Like uh, I don't know the what the general Emma public Frost fans are going to care. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like Emma Frost doesn't have like a vehicle. She's even like kind of taken off the board in the X Men books right now. So what's what's the you know what's the drive? It's not Tony Stark because that book's been rebooted three times in the last two years. Oh my I mean, god, he, it's so it's so bad. Why do they keep doing that? Because they and here's the here's the thing about the Tony Stark reboots. They haven't been terrible. None of them have been soaring, but no, they haven't been terrible. Right, but Chris they Cantwell keep rebooting them. Was, I liked Chris Cantwell's run. Well, I was literally like, "Isn't he married already? Did not he marry Hellcat?" And I was, they were like, "No, he almost got married to her, but then they didn't." And I'm like, "Oh, cool." So he's been engaged within like what's the time frame? Like five months? Four? Right. I mean, obviously this is a stunt. Like, and I, I think stunt within the story itself because it's not like. We've been reading X Men here, and let me tell you something. Uh, Tony Stark has not appeared, so no, it's not like that's what I'm like saying. Built... It's, there's, yeah. it's not like he's been a background character. Like they're like they're walking through Krakoa, and Emma's like, "Well, I got to go meet Tony," and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." Kingpin's been in more books than Tony Stark right now, <laughs> unless they want to go like. And I would be very okay with this if it's like you know if they did this if they went. Oh no, Tony and Emma have had a secret two year relationship in their minds while this has Ooh. all been going on. I'd be like. Okay, you yeah. got me. Emma's a you know a fantastic telepath, and Tony's up for it, so I can imagine that, you know. But um, I, th- I, this has to be the idea of Jerry Duggan and company. Um, I can't imagine it's clickbait, but I can also imagine, yeah, like you know what, weddings sell, despite yeah. the fact that Marvel hates marriages. They love a wedding, as do DC. But comic books love to put a wedding together, and I guess that could work. They did the same thing as Dan mentioned in the in the meta text of this link, uh, Kitty and Colossus. We thought that was going to happen. Then no, actually, Gambit and Rogue, which will probably get wrapped up in the next issue, um, of their book. But yeah, it's forget they still it, had a book. Yeah, it's 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 six issues or five issues. It's five issues, and it's almost over. Um, and it and they'll probably get divorced at the end of it. But like, it, 
I don't know. What is clickbait in the comic book industry anymore? You know, like in order to clickbait, you have to like get people really excited about something to click, right? Or or to yeah. buy. Is anyone excited about anything that's happening anywhere? Like, is there any not not to like beat it? They got excited to be mad at Spider Man killing off Kamala Khan. They got really excited about that, but like, did but don't they get worry. excited about she's back, Sal? Oh, is she? Is she back? Because I saw you were, you know, I mean, obviously, it's a good transition to the next topic, but yes. Oh, finish your back? thought if you want to finish your thought if you wanted to keep. Going oh no, there. no, just just you know, like <laughs> comics, man. Comics, comics, comics. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I, and I wanted to, I, I wanted to transition into this. So this is the cover of the wedding issue, Iron Man number ten. Yeah, and look, oh. who's, look who's just chilling. Oh, uh, I guess she's back. So in September, sometime before September, I would love it even better if be she doesn't come back before September. She just shows up in this issue. Oh my god! They don't even explain it. She's that would just be that's so one hundred percent Marvel to a T. Like gonna, <laughs> I, I could definitely see them like coordinating it where they're like, no, we'll kill her in this issue. We bring her back in this issue, you know, and then by then we'll be good to go. But I could see that it, what what what's more likely is the cover artist was like, but I drew her in the cover. Like just, I drew that cover six months ago. That, is that and, America uh, Chavez on that side? It's yeah. gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I can imagine them going like, well, uh, you know, two months ago, I, I already drew that cover. Like she, and she wasn't dead when I drew it. And, you know, or, or I started working on that issue, you know, a month and a half ago. And I forgot. And I just put Kamala in there because no one at Marvel is oh. an editor they were like yeah just put her in there who cares like who's gonna notice and then the fans all immediately notice before the book comes out and marvel goes well i've never apologized for anything before i'm not gonna start now well this is the the theory that this is not a, a artist mistake like you're stating which mm -hmm. a lot of times it is there is a classified book on august solicits okay so the assumption mm -hmm. is right in time for a certain movie <laughs> oh well i mean like at least that would make sense a good synergy for them if they were like the return of ms marvel uh in august apparently, right before the movie apparently comes out they're, they've announced that they're going to give information on that classified book at san diego comic-con oh you won't you don't say <laughs> i bet they're also going to release an exclusive like scene from the movie yeah, I could see that. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. That that I get. Like, it, what's worse is when they do these kinds of things where they kill a character, or they resurrect a character, or they launch a series to try and, like, you know, capitalize on the movie, and then the movie gets delayed, and so it's just this thing that comes out, like Falcon Winter Soldier, where it's like, oh, here's a book that no one asked for. Uh, I guess <laughs> I'll read it. And the audience went, no, no, we're not going to read that. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, never. The best part about that was that that book wasn't bad. It actually wasn't, it wasn't bad. I liked it. It wasn't bad. It didn't need to exist, but it wasn't bad. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, well, keep it up, I guess. You know? <laughs> but this is great. Like, this, this is a good coordination. Fine. As long as they sell the book, I'm I'm happy. I'm just like, curious what they're doing. Because isn't this because uh, in next month we also have the return of the ultimate universe, right? Like, yeah, that, 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 that starts tomorrow. Wait, no, it doesn't. I, I literally have to stuff up. What are you talking about? Ultimate invasion starts tomorrow. No. It's only four parts? Yeah. The F is going on. Yeah. Right? Okay. Oh, I gotta read. Is there going to be, like, are there tie-in books? Are there other things? I, I have no idea. I, yeah, I, all I know is Ultimate Invasion was going to be the, like, it's going to finally bring together 
mm-hmm. the the maker's storyline that they've been doing since Secret Wars. <laughs> yes, since Secret Wars. That's right. Yeah. Since Secret Wars, he's been looking for ways to bring back the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to, and they're and they, and they are going to launch like new books like but my question maybe you have an answer for this because i've had this question since i first heard this are we picking up where the ultimate universe left off or are we rebirthing it i've heard they're rebirthing it like that it's going to be a full-on like reboot of the ultimate universe so it's not going to be exactly what you remember the the characters you're going to see in this book aren't going to be like picking up where the last series left off okay i know i want that because what they left off was half the half the people you gave a shit about were dead (laughs) <laughs> yeah well i mean they have to have like they, there has to be something in the charter that says like oh and jeff Loeb can't ever write in this universe again yeah <laughs> because he killed it he he ruined it and, and multiple times they kept it going like hey jeff could you could you script the ultimate universe a little more until finally he just like put a put a bullet in the back of its head with the ultimatum yeah. um yeah i think they're gonna i think they'll probably be like everything that you didn't like about the ultimate universe didn't happen everything that jonathan hickman thinks would be a good universe world building idea is going to be implemented and that's it you yeah. know like just do whatever uh you know uh, the, the the fact is marvel doesn't seem to give a crap about the ultimate universe case in point it starts tomorrow i anybody I have, know that i didn't know it started tomorrow i have heard a lot of hype for it i did not know it started I've tomorrow. Only heard but i also didn't on... know carnage uh, reigns is almost over exactly <laughs> no honestly, i've literally I... been waiting for the next issue of that sal i've literally right. been like man yeah, that you're... was a cool cliffhanger where are we going with this shit yeah <laughs> you missed it like, what I missed it. you I, know what honestly... i do a lot to read on my flight tomorrow that's what i got <laughs> there you go yeah no honestly this whole thing like it's i don't know they yeah they uh it's coming out the only hype i've heard about this book is on twitter which yeah. is nothing and i don't like, go on it... twitter anymore so Right. But even if we like chose not to, like, even if we choose not to go on Twitter and it's, that's our decision, Twitter itself does not equate sales. It doesn't equate what the audience thinks. It's, it's just like the vocal minority of people. It's people who are motivated enough. That's why Marvel and DC haven't shut up their writers. When there was all that backlash back and forth between one side of the Twitterverse versus another side of the Twitterverse versus the writers jumping in. The reason why no one ever shut them up is because it doesn't affect anything from what they can tell. Yeah. Oh, I, I hope that they know that. Like, I hope that they recognize that like, oh, well, I guess the writers and artists can just say whatever they want because Twitter doesn't mean sales at all. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I do know that like things happen in the comic book industry internally because of Twitter, which like if you acknowledge Twitter is useless, but also use it to measure value, then um you need to pick a side and yeah. drop <laughs> off of it. Like, because that's, because that is stupid (laughs) so um all right next up did you watch the craven trailer of course i saw i I did not trailer oh i did not so we're gonna watch it live buddy let's do it okay craven i'm gonna see if i can get excited for this because how could you i'm not expecting to (laughs) how could anyone i can't believe anyone would ever be excited for the craven movie What? Are they reinventing yep. the rhino again? Yes. Okay. All right. I have so much. So this is a DC character's origin. They want mm-hmm. to make him into a hero before he becomes a villain. Yep. They're also seemingly giving him the plot of the Arrow TV show where he's hunting yes. people on a list that his father made. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Why did they make this? <laughs> money. But Morbius money. didn't make money. No, but it didn't cost too much money. You see, and I, like, there's a lot of theories about why they're making this movie. Um, you know, there's one that says, "God damn, hold on, you, you, the viewer and listener of this podcast, you made Morbius profitable." Yeah. <laughs> no, it never got profitable. Seventy-five think, but... million dollars doubled based on the math that everyone on the internet likes to use is only a mm -hmm. hundred and fifty million to be profitable, and it made one hundred and sixty-seven million. Sal. Yeah, that's nobody it... spends that much money to make that little amount of money. <laughs> oh, and I agree, but it didn't flop is what I mean. It didn't fail. It, it was, did It did have a return. Like, it's there more was a return. profitable at the moment than The Flash is. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yes, that Shazam too. Like it's more profitable than the last three entries in the DC in, in the DC universe. That's what I'm uh, saying. Okay. Suicide Squad as well. But like <laughs> that being said, you know, there's a lot of theories about why this movie exists. One, uh, which I wanted to bunk right now, is they have to keep making Spider-Man movies, otherwise they lose the rights. That's true, but only with Spider-Man in them. They, yeah. the, the Morbius and Venom movies, they don't count. Those are extra movies. Uh, the theory is that, like, you know, they, they are just trying to make as much money as they can from the Spider-Man brand as they can because they are, at the end of the day, a movie studio. And the reality is they're not a comparable movie studio to warner brothers and disney and so they they specialize in making like mid-budget movies they make movies that are like only 75 to 100 million dollars and they and they and they think they're good at it you know and, and god bless them but they know that that's what they do like they they can't directly compete with marvel and dc because all they can make is spider-man movies yeah but they can keep making sony movies and that's what essentially these are and it'll infuse those movies because it's like you know diminishing returns to the resident evil franchise which i believe they also owned for a while and it was like each movie they made was bigger but less profitable and you know it's like the only way that it made any money is because it had resident evil in the branding you know if it was just an, uh, if it was ultraviolet it would have made nothing it would have made yeah. ultraviolet money um i like ultraviolet by the way <laughs> i'm not surprised uh let's say Aeon flux then Okay. But uh, Aeon Flux did not like. <laughs> there you go. But like that is one reason why they're doing it is because they're like, well, we we're a studio that makes movies like Morbius and Craven, so we're just going to keep doing it, but put Spider Man's name on it or Spider Man adjacent characters' names on them. Right. Put the Marvel logo in front of it, and well, it, it we we have statistically broken it down to learn that we make like upwards of forty five percent more money than we normally would if we made a movie like this. Uh, and that's one good theory for why they did it. Uh, another one, and I love this one. This is a conspiracy tinfoil hat theory, is that they're trying to destroy the comic book genre by over flooding it with shitty movies, so that everyone will, so that eventually the bubble will burst faster, and so they can get back to making movies like, you know, what they usually make. Uh, I like that theory. I love that. I don't think it's true. I don't but think I it's love true. That that, that's a lot of money for so diabolical waste, right? Millions right? of dollars to just send yeah. out there. Mm -hmm. Well, because like then they're like, well, if 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 the you know if Marvel and DC movies are, or arguably just Marvel movies because DC movies have consistently made less than a billion dollars over the last four entries, uh, but if Marvel and DC continue to make movies that don't make a billion dollars or it doesn't, it's not cost effective to spend $300 million to make a movie anymore. Right. Then 
we can be competitive again. Like we can make us a, a, a valiant shared universe. Yeah. Which they didn't think was so, they, they thought it was so unprofitable. They let the, the rights lapse and get split up amongst everybody. Like Paramount has Harbinger. They have bloodshot and clearly nobody's interested in that. Although, although I would blame a lot of that on COVID. Um, but yeah, it, it's just like, why would they make this? There's a lot of reasons why I think it has a lot to do with ego. Um, I, but like, I still haven't seen Morbius. I will say that one good. at least looks interesting, though. It's not. Morbius didn't look interesting to me. Yeah. That no. one looks like higher budget Arrow. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it is a higher budget than Arrow. Now, that being said, it doesn't look great. No, like, it doesn't. It'll it be doesn't look great. That I go for the sake of, I want to see a sh- Remember, I'm the guy that watches shitty B-horror flicks. Like, yes. the borderline of them being worth your money kind of movies. And I watch shitty sitcoms. This would probably go into one of those I watched a shitty movie and BS with my buddies about it all night kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Morbius, the, the thing is, what's so frustrating about Morbius is it is a competent movie. Like, Morbius is a movie. Right. You know, it has a protagonist. He has a goal. He attempts to achieve it. He realizes that the goal is not what he wanted from the beginning. And, and there's it doesn't, it doesn't get bloated with too many characters, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's more competent than Carnage. You know, and Carnage was just a loud mess. I didn't mind Carnage, but yeah, Carnage, Venom 2 is not, like, Venom 1 was at least, I thought, a good movie. Yeah. Venom 2 was like, all right, well, what a waste of using Carnage, but okay. That's the real problem, is that, like, I didn't really care for Venom, but I I could have recognized that it's not, like, total trash. Right. Carnage is trash. Carnage wasn't, it was, it was okay. It was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it was weird. It's weird how how badly they botched it. Cause it's like, I get why Marvel goes, eh, just get some kid from Sundance. We can bully to make some, you know, project three B, uh, you know, thing. And yeah. we'll just put it out and make our money back. Uh, with Sony, it's like, you can't afford to just make movies and not be involved in them. Like, yeah. Oh, we're just going to sleepwalk our way through, uh, Craven the Hunter. Like why, why? <laughs> when it's so simple, it's such a rock simple premise. Dude hunts monster. Dude hunts animals. Hunts Spider Man at the end. And you gave him Doctor Monroe powers. <laughs> right. But then you gave him lion powers, which he's had in two cartoons. Uh, I don't think he had lion powers in the in the ninety four cartoon, but he I'm does in Google. Spectacular Spider Man. Does he um, have powers? Yeah, it's really. I assumed, I've always thought of him that like part of his whole thing was that he just didn't have powers. In the comic books, he straight up doesn't. But in the cartoons, in the first one, he takes like a serum, and then in the in in the spectacular Spider-Man cartoon, I don't remember how he gets the powers, but I remember him being kind of like a half lion man sometimes. Look, I, I googled his wiki to see what they have listed as his powers. Oh, good. Yeah, what are his powers? Like probably great tracking. Um, he's a <laughs> great to, like he he's a great tracker. Uh, he has like you know accelerated hand to hand combat. Uh, yeah, that's literally it. Enhanced physical attributes, expert martial artist and hand-to-hand combatant, master tactician, hunter, tracker, observer, mastery yep. of various weapons and equipment. That looks like the same power listing as like Taskmaster. Like, exactly. <laughs> except, except Taskmaster does have like an actual power, which is that he can copy you if he looks at you. Like, Right. <laughs> which actually would be kind of cool. Craven versus Taskmaster. I mean, honestly, like Craven is a versatile character and they is clearly Marvel loves him enough because they resurrected his ass and then made net, and then Spencer like retcon him even further but like they keep him around just just put him against people like make craven yeah. versus black panther craven versus predator craven versus uh punisher you know like just just have him be like well i fought the best now try the rest here we go uh, <laughs> i guess i'll fight you know because like craven versus 
Frank Castle as like an almost predator movie, but it's Craven is actually that would be a pretty fun comic book, especially yeah. if they like really pushed the uh, the rating system. But like th- th- this movie, you know, first of all, Craven has no accent. Secondly, Craven doesn't hunt animals. He's an he's an activist. The third, there's too many Cravens. There's a dad Craven who's evil, and then there's our Craven who's good. And then there's the Craven brother who I guess is chameleon. Woof. Uh, Rhino has powers. Like he turns and I don't look. Has Rhino ever been a mutant? No, no, no. He in the Ultimate Universe. It's what a, was, it's the, a, it's what a was the villain that got stuck in his suit? That's a, that's Rhino in the main universe. It was a dude who was he has a suit on. He can't take it off. From the beginning. Okay. And that's then, what I thought. I thought it was like stuck in the suit. That was yeah. I, I couldn't remember if it was him or Scorpion, or maybe they both had that. Problem. Scorpion was also stuck in his suit, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A series of mutagenic and chemical radiation treatments provide Rhino with unnatural strength, stamina, durability, and speed, mm-hmm. which were then augmented by Gamma Ray. So his villain origin story is he just tried to do what every superhero did to become. <laughs> That's great. Hit That's me great. with all the power stuff. Yeah. You got yeah, a spider to bite me while we're at it. <laughs> Please? Yeah. So there you go. Craven. Can't wait. Our rating. And you know there's going to be a lot of people who are like, I can't believe... These guys are so negative about Craven the Hunter. You know what I mean? Like, just because the movie shouldn't exist and it's made entirely out of a, a, a studio's desperate greed uh, doesn't mean that it doesn't have value, okay? I, just because no other. one's making it, who wants to make it? And yeah. it has, but it has blood in it. I have my own theories why these movies are being made. I'm yeah. facing it. I literally just Let's hear it. it I right hear. now. It's the Joker. Yeah. The Joker came you out. You never know. <laughs> the, exactly. The Joker came out against a budget of fifty-five million to seventy million. It, it was not given money because the assumption was it probably won't sell. The Joker's popular, but it probably won't sell. Yeah. So I guarantee you, Sony's answer was, if they could at least break even, let's try every villain we have: a vampire, a guy with a, uh, animal powers, do it; a symbiote, Spider-Man, do it. Let, right. If any of these can double their money, we win. Yeah. No, uh, Madam Web. That movie straight up shouldn't exist. Like it shouldn't even it shouldn't have even been a conversation. And that yet, one that was a little they're weird. They're shooting Cause it because Madam Web's not even interesting. She's not no. even she's a background character to move things forward. That's all yeah, she is. She's a plot device. But that's why there are other characters in it. And, yeah. You know, I think they're done. I think they're either done shooting or they've been shooting for over a year. So it's like that oh. movie is made. You will see that movie. <laughs> I looked up who's she playing. I looked up the cast. Anya Corazon, the woman who's yeah. playing her, is Isabella yes. Merced. Okay, her IMDb photo is I'm assuming her spoof of Dora. Oh, great! So, like, when you look up the actress playing this Spider Woman, <laughs> she might have actually played Dora in the door because there is a Dora oh, is, the there, oh, there is movie. a Dora movie. Yeah, she okay. That would make some more sense. <laughs> but I, I thought it was like that fan is... film where they spoof her. Yes, I remember that one. No, I guarantee you that it was just... She oh, she's in Dora. the actual Dora and the Lost City of Gold, so you're not wrong. Okay, okay. yeah. Man, they... <laughs> I was like, like, props to her to go from fan film Dora to Spider-Woman. But... <laughs> Spider-Woman or Spider-Girl or, 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 or uh, Aranya. I don't Either know way. what she's going to be in that one. Yeah, probably Aranya. But like, yeah, because they're adding like a bunch of Spider-Women in that movie. It's going to be like a few of them. I'm sure the post credit scene could be Emma Stone as Spider-Gwen, but I bet they don't do it. Um, because they'd rather ADR a guy in Michael Keaton's outfit and have him say a bunch of nonsense, um, like in Morbius. 
But yeah, uh, I, I yeah, this did is. Did they ADR boring. somebody in his outfit? I didn't even. I, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I guess. That's yeah, why the, I the post. You got to see the post credit scene of Morbius because, like, it's just it, it is clearly shot later. You know, they they you remember how we saw Vulture in all the trailers for Morbius? Yeah. Yeah, they cut it all out. Okay. Yeah, the part where he's like, "Hey, let's keep in touch, Doc." They were like, "That's not enough." So then, at the end of the movie, uh, Michael Keaton like. Spider-Man No Way Homes into the cell that he would have had in the Sony-verse from prison in the MCU. Well, Spider-Verse at least explains how everyone's moving universes. They right. gave that excuse. It works, you know. Right, except they showed it using the magic effect. Oh, as well, opposed then, to then like they, the they ruined effect. that. Cool. Yeah, no, it's stupid. <laughs> so he shows up and he, they're like, well, we have no record of this guy, so we're just going to release him from prison. We have no idea why he's here. And then he gets his vulture suit and they're like, oh, no, it's not it's it's not the same vulture suit. It's the exact same vulture suit from the MCU. So, like, I don't know, maybe there's some Chitauri in the Sony verse or something, but he manages to make an entire one to one vulture costume. Then he somehow manages off screen to contact Morbius and, and, and compel him to meet him in like a dirt road far out of the city. And then he shows up and he says, we should team up. So but, do you think this is going to actually lead to the Sinister Six, which is what they I, were planning 10 years ago? I, I think Sony is desperate to do it. I think Sony will stop at nothing to make a Sinister Six movie. And I think- But I will say, if they are doing that, they are at least yeah. listening to us where you can't just jump to it. No. They're building but, up each of these guys. So. Well, honestly, I wish they would, because in this case, if they just jump to the Sinister Six movie, it could bomb and we could all move on. <laughs> but, like, instead, we're going to get, like, Scorpion movies and Morbius movies and Craven movies until it's all just so much. And then they're going to make the Sinister Six movie, and they're going to be like, uh, Tom Holland, you have to be in this movie or you're fired. Like yeah. it's gonna be one of those like effed up terrible situations because Sony does that. Like in uh, remember with um that Ghostbusters reboot, they contacted Bill Murray and it, based on the Sony leak, it was like, oh um if you don't if if you if you crap on this movie in public, we will sue you. If you don't appear in the movie, we will sue you. Like it was just all this stuff where it was like they're not afraid of looking really bad or having a terrible reputation as long as it's internal. Yeah. I will uh, say, in their defense, Bill Murray is notoriously like if you're gonna str if you're gonna strong arm anyone with legal, uh -huh. I would you'd probably ha I mean I love Bill Murray, but you'd probably like I I respect Bill Murray for his thing of like you can't get a hold of me, I will yeah. not be on projects. You have to call right. this one phone, and if I'm bored, I'm gonna listen. Uh -huh. Like I respect all of that. So yeah. it, to me, it makes sense that if Sony's like, we will get goddamn Bill Murray in this free threaten right. him with everything right. <laughs> it's like did you need Bill Murray's Bill Murray? 80 sir he's 80 we don't think he's gonna I don't care threaten him threat we will yeah, sue his kids 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 <laughs> yeah it, it's but like yeah so I can imagine them definitely pulling that out for for Tom Holland where they're like yeah. be in the movie you're gonna fight the Sinister Six. You're gonna—he's definitely gonna fight Venom. You know, they're like, "You are gonna fight Venom. You are gonna fight the Sinister Six." I mean, and it's it's happening. I'm calling it now. The next three movies: Tom yeah. Holland versus Venom, Tom Holland versus Carnage, and Tom Holland oh. versus <laughs> Sinister Six. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think Disney's gonna want to do that. But we'll see. I mean, like, but uh, but uh, uh, as much as we don't want to actually see that, what part of you does? And those will each be a billion dollars. Come on, think about it. Spider-Man versus Venom. That's just the movie, the title, the everything. Do not <laughs> tell me you would yeah. not go see that. 
I mean, like, I'll see it because I do this for a living, but like, I, I fundamentally have a problem with these movies and their whole approach to them. So, like, I don't want to see Spider Man fighting that Venom. I don't want to see that Venom movie franchise succeed. I, I, I already did. don't want to see so that. We got to move things. on from there. <laughs> well, it did it. Did, did Venom yeah. versus Carnage do very well? Oh, actually, I don't know about the second one. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't know. The 2018 film got to 856,000, a million, against okay. a against a hundred million dollar budget. That's, so that's a massive what, success. That's yeah, a that's a runaway success. success. Yeah. Um, and then the sequel, because I, I swear it did do well, but I don't right. want to I don't want to just say that. Yeah. The sequel did 506 million against a 110 million budget, so it t- totally still. It, it did well, but that is a drop. That is a drop. Five hundred to six. But also keep in mind, uh, two thousand twenty-one. That was still during a lot of uh, COVID. Yeah, issues. there were a couple of restrictions. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. that was one of. The, I remember that because I was like, they were like, they're coming out with this. So yeah. the fact that it was able to pull that down during that climate and movies. I mean, yeah. movie theaters in general have not recovered from COVID. No. Yeah, no. we've got Top Gun did well. We've got like yep. Spider-Man. But for every time we have a movie that breaks a billion, we have movies that were supposed to do well yeah. that tanked horribly. Well, and and I'm, not even, why... I'm not even referencing Flash. Look at the no. new Pixar movie. Oh, my God. That's what I mean. Like, Well, also, I... it's not the, – the new Pixar movie looks like Inside Out again. Right, right like, but it's, it's still like, a Pixar movie. Yeah, it's, no, but like the problem is, it's not exciting or interesting enough. Like it's the same shit. It's Pixar's new Elementals movie or whatever it's called is like that movie is so unexciting because it's like, oh look, it's the latest Pixar movie. Whereas Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, it has Spider-Man in it. But also, everyone, no one's talking about like how compelling the story is, and it is. No one's talking about how Miles is a really fun and round, well-rounded character, and he is. They're talking about how beautiful and incredible and game-changing the animation is. Yeah. And like any other animated property that you're hearing about is like, like Puss in Boots. You know, Puss in Boots was, you know, it was just like crapped out by DreamWorks. But because they were given a nice budget and they were left alone, it's a gorgeous looking movie. And people yeah. were talking about the animation. And so it's like you're watching these movies that are coming out that are like game changers for studios. And then Pixar goes, and Here's Cars 5. You're welcome, Mike. <laughs> Let's move on. All right. Oh, what the hell? This movie didn't make $900 million. I don't understand. And it's like, because, because you can't just expect your franchise to deliver when you don't do anything new, interesting, or innovative. And right. that's, that's, that's why I think that's a number. That's like number two, if not number one, why Elementals did not work out or why the last six movies didn't work out. People are like, it's woke. It's like, no, no, it's not woke. It's 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 boring. Yeah, well, I I think a lot of things have changed thanks to the COVID era, where a lot of people discovered we don't have to go out every Friday. We don't have. Well, damn uh, right. And I think I think I think that did change a lot of things. Like Little yeah. Mermaid did okay. It's at four hundred and sixty-eight million. I'm <sighs> assuming probably a two hundred million dollar budget for that one. Yeah, that's not. Uh, I think Transformers is officially a success. Transformers did well. Yes. Yep. Transformers, Transformers is about well. to break three hundred million worldwide, so that's doing okay. But we're not hitting those old numbers we used to have. You know, no. we're not. Well, and good. You know what? Like, good. And the reason why I say good is because it's like, you know what the main reason why these movies don't break a billion anymore is? Is because it's unsustainable to keep breaking a billion every year, multiple times, for multiple studios. And the audience is broke. Well, it's, it's not only is the audience broke because we've also got inflation we're all dealing with right now. Yeah, like, But on top of that, they've they've almost trained us to wait for it to come to streaming now. 
Yeah. Like they they did it. They did what they wanted. Hey, we're going to put them out of streaming. You're all going to watch it. You're right. Then they realize yeah. they don't make money off of that. Right. And now they're in a boat of like, well, crap. Everyone's going to wait three months for it to come to. Fast and the Furious 10. We were talking about this yesterday and I didn't realize this. I yeah. haven't seen that movie yet. I'm downloading it for the flight. It's out, Sal. Yeah. It's out yeah, I on digital. I can watch it tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. That's. Yeah. I know, like, the other thing for me about this whole thing is. John like, Wick 4 also is out. John Wick 4. Like I did, I, I didn't catch that in the theater. That was two months ago now. Yeah. Now we're in a place where it's like, f you, how dare you? Like uh, these studios have essentially conditioned us to join their Patreon in the form of their terrible <laughs> streaming services. Because I'm paying, right? I'm paying Disney. I'm paying Warner Brothers. I'm paying like whoever. Like what? Fifteen dollars a month to have access to their crap, yeah. and then they're like, oh, and in addition. Get in your car, go into a big building full of idiot morons who are going to be eating loudly, talking during the movie or filming the movie with their stupid phones and watch the movie for the equivalent of $30. Right. Like, and then go home, like, and then watch our crap on our streaming service that you're like, I'm already paying you to have your crap. And then you're and then you're like, oh, and you also need to pay me over there too. leave and pay me. Like, no, no. And so I, I like, I'm already broke. You know, I'm no, none of us have any money and we are expecting me to pay you to like, to, to destroy the, the viewing experience of entertainment because it's over, it's over full, it's overcrowded, it's over like bloated. And yeah. it's, and it's, it's all the same crap anyway. I mean, and I don't even have a guarantee that this like, okay. Like, what was the whole point of it? Like, Disney buying Fox, right? They're like, we need all this stuff to go into our Netflix competitor. Right, that was the whole point of it. That was the whole it. point of it. Like, you can get access to all the Disney stuff. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's why they pulled their contracts from Netflix and stuff, like, to have all their stuff in one place. If if Disney Plus is like, oh, we're, we're losing the rights to um, Willow. Uh, we're losing the rights to the Jeff Goldblum experience. Um, and then what the, what the F are you doing? Because for me, that says that you're only doing it because you don't want to pay rights to people who made those things. And right. there's no excuse. And But but if that can happen, like it, this, we should be in a golden age of access to everything. Like if I want to watch Botsmaster, a show that I still don't think is available on streaming, I, I should be able to watch it on streaming from whatever studio owns the damn thing, right? I should be able to watch every Huckleberry Hound cartoon. I should be able to see every single Flintstone kids show. Yeah. I should be able to watch every single Denver, the last, the, 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 the last dinosaur show. I should be able to watch every small wonder, anything that's come out in the last 75 years. I should watch every Dick Van Dyke episode. And if I don't have unfettered access, if I pay you a monthly subscription fee, then, then that's, that, that's your fault. That's your fault. And you're doing it to, to F me. And no, F you, actually. And I hope your movie fucking tanks. Like, <laughs> I, I hope you lose all your money. Because if I don't, if, if, if I have to pay you a subscription fee to like be a fan, and then you make a movie that like cost way too much, no one asked for, and came out only for like three weeks, then w what am I supposed to think? Oh, and, and also when it comes out, like when it's, when it's finally, when it fails, yeah. we're going to put it on our streaming service and then it'll go off our streaming service because we don't pay them anymore. Like, so when am I going to watch this thing? Oh, and we also uh, have completely removed DVD and Blu-ray sections from Targets. So you can't even buy the damn thing anymore. The um, the one that's bothering me, did you end up seeing the movie Barbarian? No. 
it's an incredible horror movie, and I would it, it's incredible. I heard of that movie. Yes, is that Justin Long? Yes, Justin Long is in it. It's, I, it's we really it's, wanted to see that. See it because there's talks that it's gonna get removed from streaming, and they're not releasing it anywhere. <laughs> so you just can't watch it anymore. You'll never see it. Cool. Yeah. Like I'm seeing articles like Barbarian might go away for good, and I'm oh like, that movie's amazing. What are you talking about? It might go away for good. Yeah. You'll it's it's one of the best horror movies I've seen recently, and it's 100 unexpected. You will not see where it's going. That's great. So I highly recommend checking it out within the next week, just in case. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We had one last topic here. We're gonna hit. Wow, we did the full show like normal anyway. So much for my hey. early day to get ready for VidCon. All right. <laughs> oh no, not your fault, man. I have fun chatting with you. That's why we do mm-hmm. the show. Um, yeah. Blue Beetle director says that the Blue Beetle movie is in universe. Yes. Here's interesting. There's reports that the Supergirl from Flash is in talks to come back for that yes. Supergirl movie. Uh, but apparently Ezra Miller might probably be out at this point. So Good. <laughs> I honestly feel like I I think he should. I think they yeah. should be out. I, I want them all out. Like I, was... I think at this point, just yeah. reboot all of the ones in the Snyderverse because you didn't yep. even bring them back for a final farewell in the Flash. Just just call it a day. Just call it, That was it. That's their last hurrah. Call it a day. Yeah. For all of that movie. Great. Yeah, they should her back. I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah, she was great uh, for as much as we got of her. But, like, uh, yeah, I'm – let's hope that Blue Beetle – because I think Blue Beetle is very much just like a – they made it for HBO Max originally, and then it was like, oh, I guess – Yeah, it's a made-for-TV movie, and and they've dubbed it the first movie in the new James Gunn DC universe. which it absolutely was not made to be. No, and James Gunn actually had no part in it. He said it's just so good and fun that he wants it to be a part of his universe. So Yeah. But I, uh, from what I think, I, I'm willing to bet. Because James Gunn also, like, people were like, boo, James Gunn lied to us. And I'm like, they all lied to you. Everyone lies to you every single day, especially when they work in the entertainment industry. Yeah. But, like, James Gunn was very careful, if you watch all of his interviews about The Flash, where he's like, I think it's great. Remember, I had nothing to do with it. Yes, I did. didn't make it. I didn't know anybody in it. I didn't work on it. I wasn't anywhere near it. I was working on Marvel movies at the time. I have nothing to do with it. That movie is not emblematic of the quality you're going to get in the DC universe going forward. Just right. so you know, I think it's great. I love it. You know, I'm contractually obligated to say I love it, but don't forget, <laughs> I mean, it would be, I have it would be, to do. It'd just be career suicide to be like, that would shit. That was That's terrible. Garbage. That's garbage. Uh, you're going to, you're going to notice a lot of problems with it. I had nothing to do with it. Uh, the overall concept's good, but yeah. uh, they're and burning sure... the flashpoint concept. So I can't use it now. So, right. and, I, and I'm sure he'll say it. Like, I'm sure he will say it, like, a year from now. You know, when he's like, oh, so you know, people are going to ask him over and over and over again, probably until he dies, um, what do you think about Flash now that you're so far removed from it, now that I'm not in that, in that universe anymore? And he'll probably say something like, well, you know, there were a lot of missteps. You know, I, I obviously I, didn't have, I had nothing to do with that movie. So, like, you know, I, myself, I had fun watching it. You know, it's, it's the like, easiest. That's, that's, for the record, everyone who might be, I actually enjoyed The Flash. Doesn't, I don't right. think Sal did, but I, I had did. fun watching it yeah. for, to the, for the most part. I was just like, but it's there's it has a lot of flaws. Like, my oh, problem yeah. I, was. Like, like I said, in a year, I'm going to forget I watched it. I'm, I'm that's the other thing, is that yeah. it's completely forgettable. Uh, yeah. But, like, yeah, he's going to be like, yeah, I know, I thought it was fine, um, but it has nothing to do with what I'm doing. Blue Beetle, I think, is just like, well, it's so singular and it's so divorced. Like, a character will say, oh, Batman, he exists, but we won't like see his Batarang that is clearly Ben Affleck's Batarang, right? Like yeah. we're going to see, we're going to hear Batman reference. We're going to hear Superman reference. And we already know they're like established in the James Gunn universe. So it's like, okay, you know what? If the movie costs like, you know, whatever, whatever it costs to make the TV budget and it makes movie money, then that's a success. Yeah. All right. Sounds good to me. 
Uh, to answer the questions, because a couple of people are asking what I meant by she's in talks. She's in talks. Well, they like, have not announced that she is them. the Supergirl in Woman of Tomorrow, or was it? No. A, yeah, Superman. Yes, Woman, they, of, they, Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah no, they, they have Kaye not announced talked, that. Yeah, Sasha Kaye has spoken to Peter Safran about yeah. being that Supergirl yes. in the new universe. Spoken to. It's all we got. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure that that is like, maybe they had a meeting. Maybe she left a voicemail. We have no idea. Uh and I, I think I could go either way. I think he she's parked great. outside of his house. Peter, please. Peter! <laughs> I mean, listen, Tom Holland did the exact same thing to Eisner when they were, when Sony was like, no, we're taking him back. He's like, please don't please. For the love <laughs> of God. I don't want to be in Morbius. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be in Morbius. And I don't blame him because that would have really, I sucked. mean, I saw the latest thing. Tom Holland is still not, not guaranteeing he'll be in four. He's yeah, still that's... saying only if the story's good am I going to yeah, bother Yeah, Chris Evans says th- said the same thing about all the Captain America movies. Oh, I um, know, but I'm just saying he's still saying that. We're like, we're... Yeah, no. And what's really sad, and I feel bad, because like I think Tom Holland is a good actor, but like I think every movie he has made that isn't Spider-Man has bombed. Yep. Actually, I saw a report. Uh, for the most part, most of the MCU actors have gotten zero success outside of the MCU. Yeah. That's Which really is weird because I've seen them in a lot of things. Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, or Shaw. Hemsworth gonna... is in, yeah. Hemsworth, but they just don't, they're not getting the same success. And I've seen no. those movies, but. Yeah. No, Tarantino said it about, uh, he talked about how like these movies, which would have 30 years ago created movie stars, are not creating movie stars. Like these are people who play characters. Like the characters are the stars. Yeah. Well, and and I agree like, with yeah. that because we all want them to leave their masks on. We don't give a shit that Robert Jetta Jr. might be the one of the few people where you're like, no, that is Tony Stark. That's fine. I, I'm going to be controversial. I love Chris Evans as Captain America, but yeah, he's not the only option we have for Captain America. <laughs> well, I, they, Marvel's admitted admitted that because they've replaced him. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I I I I know a lot of people will live and die by that hill. Like, I love. Uh, the Winter Soldier, but yeah, you could get anyone else to wear a paintball mask and some black paint, and like, it, well, and I'm it sure. Would work. I mean, th- 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 that's kind of like the theme of that Falcon Winter Soldier show, right? Where they were like, we can put anybody in there. We can put uh, Kurt Russell's son in there. Yeah, and nobody cares. And it's like, yeah, you know what? But but the whole point of the movie is like, or the show, I should say, is like, well, but it matters who's in there. And it's like, yeah, I get that, but, but uh, not yeah. the actor wise. And I hate to say that because I really like a lot of these actors, but yeah. Yeah, but I also don't want to see like a revolving door of them. But yeah. we've proven it doesn't matter because Edward Norton was the Hulk, and then like they replaced him immediately. Oh. Uh, you we know. didn't talk about that. Marvel. Oh has yeah, the, the Hulk. Yes. Let's, let's end now, today's show talking about that. Is that true? Is that true? Well, yeah. I think. I think from what I read, there is no actual confirmation. No. What it is based on yeah. is we we knew the actual contract that Universal signed. We've seen it, yeah. Or right. at least we've, we've heard the new, the numbers. Right, yeah. so unless there was a change to the contract, it's just expired. Like, there's no right. official statement that Marvel didn't come out and be like, we got the Hulk, so we're making Hulk movies. That was never said. But right. you can infer, based on right. what, was, what happened in She-Hulk, things that um, uh, Mark Ruffalo has said, and the fact the original contract said that it was going to expire, that Marvel's got the rights back and there's a high chance we're getting something. Right, because we know that the Incredible Hulk movie has been added to the MCU timeline and access in Disney+. Plus. Right. Now, so, according to this quote, 
from uh, originally comingsoon.net, but apparently it was pulled from Variety. While nothing has been officially confirmed, the sudden appearance of the Incredible Hulk on Disney Plus has some fans to speculate. In a recent article, Variety notes that, quote, in a notable shift, the rights have reverted to Marvel Studios, leading to the film's release on Disney Plus. Now, that is a Variety quote in comingsoon.net's article. Right. But we have not gotten an official note from Universal or Disney, and so therefore, I'm not going to take it as Bible truth, but... The Disney Plus quiet ad suggests to me that we are in that world. And the reality is Universal was never going to make another Hulk movie anyway. No, they were. They were perfectly fine just banking off of Marvel using the character. They were perfectly fine with that. Now, that's that being said, let's assume Marvel got the rights back to the Incredible Hulk and the writer strike ends within the next month or two. What do you want to see from the Incredible Hulk 2? That Planet Hulk movie we skipped. We skipped over (laughs) <laughs> didn't we just get that? Didn't we? Wouldn't it feel kind of redundant that like he goes back to another planet? Maybe Sakar. He has to put on the gladiator thing. He's got to fight big things again. Like, aren't people going to go? I just saw that in that Thor movie. Okay. Okay. So, no, no, no. If, I mean, is what I would to like to that? see them explore is the Immortal Hulk concept. Mm. That would be a fun one. Marvel's never going to make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not with that horrible hairline Hulk son that he has. But oh like, my listen, God, that hairline. They could always, always say that was, they, they could literally go like, hey, what didn't you have a, somebody could say, hey, didn't you have a son? And She-Hulk just looks at the camera and goes, that didn't work. Yeah. Oh yeah. You that have some important Uh I would like to see the Immortal, I mean, if we're, if we're spitballing, I'd like to see the Immortal Hulk storyline. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to see, I would I mean, be Planet down. Hulk would be cool. <laughs> I think Planet Hulk, Planet Hulk would be cool. And I'd love to see World War Hulk. Could you imagine yeah. the next Avengers movie is them fighting Hulk? 100%. That would be that would that would be your billion dollar movie, right? Absolutely. There. Just seeing Absolutely. the Hulk pick up the Avengers and hurl them, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they Watching, won't do it. They won't it, do it. Basically, you'd get like Endgame, but it's the Hulk. Right. That's what I mean. Like, why won't they do that? You could set, dude, you could set that up. That could be our new post credit scene. Hulk yeah. teasers. What's happening? What's going yes. on with him? Yeah, that's and, true. And then that Avengers, World War Hulk. He lands and he's pissed. Yeah. I, honestly, people would lose their minds. I think there's a cool one, done in one Ragnarok-esque, but more honest and dark movie you could do, but it doesn't, but it could also, it, it, could, it could lead to the fall of the Hulk that, that, that like goes to Planet Hulk. But I want to see Future Imperfect. I want to see Hulk go good. to the future, bump into the evil Meister version of himself, and it's just like a character study slash also crazy dystopian future, like Mad Max meets Escape from L.A. kind of or Escape from New York kind of Kang movie. With him, Kang's not yeah. a threat anymore. We've killed him nope. off with the Ant Man. He's not a threat. Maestro so, kills him. Maestro, Maestro oh! becomes the new big bad, dude. Yes. Because you're still dealing with time travel, which would yeah. still lead to branching pr- pathways. So you don't have to change the plot that much. You just you, put Maestro in the role. Dude, they're still making Deadpool 3. What if Deadpool, what if what if Maestro is in charge of like the contest of champions that Deadpool's involved with, with all the Wolverines and stuff? You know, like we have yeah. Maestro is the new secret big bad because we've like, we've vetted Mark Ruffalo for the last 15 years or whatever. We're good. He, he can be the big bad of the MCU for right now. Yeah, I mean, I'd take, especially because then it doesn't ruin Hulk, right? Because he could be like, people could go, oh, I don't know if I can trust Hulk because he, in the future, he might turn evil, but we still I mean, have a bad guy. The climax could just be Hulk versus Maestro. I know it'd be a giant CGI fight, but I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, who, who at this point is complaining about that? That's what Let's Bear the Be Carnage came out and was, you know? People love that. Yeah. 
That's what Endgame all was. It was just a bunch of CGA crap. Yeah, they definitely weren't running around actually fighting Josh Brolin. (laughs) No, I mean, like some of them, like maybe, maybe the three of them, maybe the Trinity, but like, you know, it was pretty, you know, I would take that, but I I think you're right that Hulk, I think the Hulk rights are back and uh, we'll see that. You know what? We're really going to see it. Not just Disney plus the parks. If Hulk starts walking around. All right, well, I'm going to bring our episode to a close today. It was a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with all these topics. This is is a rambling podcast. It's going to be fun to figure out what Dan titles it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for watching today's episode of Absolute Comics. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll be back next week with more talks of the comic world. Give us your theories about what they should do with Hulk now that he's back down below. Because it's in a weird spot, because they kind of ran his storyline into the ground as it stands. Yeah. So. Yeah. They, They MCU killed him. Which is to say they gave him a child. <laughs> yes, they did. That's the new dad. Killing them is sad, but if they're dads, happy ending. Happy ending, I guess, maybe?